0: This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. Yes, yeah, Steve, they're very comfortable. They're very fashionable. And I enjoy wearing mine around the office and anywhere I go. Stop by your local Tacobas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacobas.com. That's T E C O V A S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I'm sure a lot of you guys remember the old ceremonial hunting tradition of eating the heart out of the first animal you kill.
1: Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newarth, and today we're joined by Brody Henderson, Seth Morris, Randall Williams, Chester Floyd, Marge Smith, Corey Calkins, Logan Dove, and Colin Fatma. This is a 10 round quiz show with questions from Meat Eater's four verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking. And there is a prize Meat Eater will donate $500 to the co- conservation organization. Of the winner's choosing. For the stat of the week, this week we're looking at listener performance by tracking over 300 responses to polls on the Eater Reddit page. Here's what I've learned about the audience's trivia prowess. Brody, do you have any predictions for what our audience averages for points per game in trivia? Mm, six. Six would be any other guesses in the room. Now these are folks
2: who responded to These are self reported scores. Self reported. That's right. right. They probably (laughs) would have counted Swan. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I like six. Six. Okay. I'll say
1: five. Our listeners average 5.39 points per game. Those are good guesses, Mm. which is nearly identical to Ryan Callahan. About 7% of the audience reported that they've scored 9 or 10 points in one of the last five games. 7% is also how many listeners reported that they've scored 1 or 2 points in the last five games. The largest grouping were listeners who said they scored 5 or 6 points in a game, which was 37% of the audience. We Pretty smart audience, yeah. I mean, you come here and get six, right? That's you're right, in in it? Mm-hmm. Here's I mean, the dumb
3: ones aren't going to report, uh, I don't I'm, think,
1: yeah. Or, or you know, they maybe instead of a two, they got a four, like, like, rounded up, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, true. Get a half point here, half point there, more elastic. Uh, <laughs> more elastic. <laughs> well, if you're rules. counting
4: those swan answers, <laughs> you know.
1: Now, here's our zero-percenter question of the week, which tests how much knowledge players have retained from previous games. This question was from episode 388. The topic was conservation, and nobody got it right. This invasive plant, which is a climbing perennial, has been nicknamed the vine that ate the south. What are your guesses? Oh, God, Anybody stop. know this? Man, I
2: was in this one. and don't even remember.
1: Mm. Still a tough question. We don't even have any I guesses. I thought Giannis got it right. Nobody got it right. Yanni said it. He knew it after he heard. Is it kudzu? It's not kudzu. That's right. It? You That's got right. it, Seth. Is it? The correct answer is kudzu. The incorrect answers given were napweed, ivy, red vine, buckthorn, loop, looping lupin, wild grape, and creeping myrtle. Hmm? Kudzu. Won't forget that again. We have some housekeeping to get to. In a previous game of trivia, we had a question about what white bird is featured on the federal duck Mm. stamp that expires in 2024. (laughs) The correct answer was Tundra Swan. This caused some drama because Randall answered Swan, Drama, Randall, which I didn't give him credit for. Now, I felt bad about this. I don't remember this at all. (laughs) I felt bad about how this unfolded, Randall. So I'm going to give you a (laughs) chance to redeem yourself. Here's what we're going to do. Phil is going to show you four pictures of swans and everything you need to identify them is in each picture. If you can pick out which one is the tundra swan, then I'll give you a point, and you and Brody will be going to a tiebreaker to settle that game.
4: Come on! If you get it wrong,
1: then nothing like changes. This. this is very uncomfortable. <laughs> and Brody remains the winner. Randall, do you agree to these terms? You feel okay about this? Sure. I'm I'm
2: identifying <laughs> the swans on the screen using. You need to find the tundra swan. Find the tundra swan. I got. I'm, Brody, I'm not,
4: lodging my protest. I'm
2: now. not even going to check in with Brody. He can sit over here
1: and be grumpy if he wants to. But this is how we're going to decide it. God, I will pull up this. the photo. You need to tell me—is it A, B, C, or D?
2: Ooh. Who is the tundra swan? I what are you seeing, Randall? Well, swan's a swan. I think I, <laughs> yeah. I think I made uh, that clear last time. I going be, <laughs> torn between B and D. Uh, Does anybody think they know? Looking or, at these four pictures, I, I think you're just trying to fool me. I think it's all of the above. Oh, God. Or Or none of the above. Maybe. Who's the Tundra Swan?
3: Spencer usually doesn't trick you, so.
2: That's what I... I'm going to go with... I think I know.
1: If you want to see what Randall is seeing, uh, Phil has this up. You can see it on our YouTube channel. Randall, what is your answer? A, Uh, B, C, or D? I'm going to go with A. A? (laughs) Is incorrect. Shit. Do you have another Uh, guess Well, what 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 you would go with? My
2: actual answer was going to be D, and then I talked myself out of it at the last minute because I thought that I was just... How about D? D is also incorrect. How about B?
1: (laughs) Here's the deal, Randall. They are all trumpeter swans. None of them are a Tundra this swan. This was all a setup. You've <laughs> humiliated me, too. <laughs> yeah. You've humiliated come. me. And that is why, Randall, we are not going to give you a point for just <laughs> writing down swan. <laughs> Brutal. Wow. <laughs> Every one of those swans is a hey, trumpeter swan.
4: I was humiliated uh, right there with you.
2: I didn't even think we played those kinds of games around here. <laughs> I'll have you know I had nothing to do with that. Uh-huh. Now Can I, we, why couldn't we have done this after the round of trivia? Now I'm all right? in my head. Now you're flustered.
1: Razzle. I'll help you out, though, Randall. Trumpeters and tundras look almost identical. Some ways to tell them apart are that trumpeters get bigger than tundras. Tundras often have yellow markings below the eye. Trumpeters often have lipstick markings on their bills. And the tundra's call is much more high-pitched than the deep voice of a trumpeter. So you're telling me it's very hard to distinguish trumpeter and tundra swans? I'm telling you, if you knew the difference, you would have known (laughs) that none of those are a tundra swan. Fair enough. Fair enough.
5: Consider me humiliated. For today's (laughs) round
1: is a five, so I'm officially putting us on perfect score alert. With that, we're on to the game of trivia. Play the drop, Phil.
2: Look, I'm need to know what I stand to win to everything. How's that?
3: Just tend to win everything. Game on, suckers!
1: Now, had you trumped me, Randall, and said none of those are a Tundra Swan, I would have been in a real pickle. I wouldn't have had an answer for that. I, wouldn't have, I would not have well, been like, okay, well, I guess that you and Brody are going to a tiebreaker. Well, you, you, you laid a perfect trap. It worked well. Question one. The topic is conservation. This will be multiple choice. And this is our listener question of the week, which was won by Alex Sutherland for sending this great question. Alex is going to get a book signed by Steve. What is the only land mammal that's native to Hawaii? Is it a deer, a bat, a squirrel or a monkey?
5: Sorry, I forgot to put the multiple choices up there.
1: What is the only land mammal that's native to Hawaii? Your four choices are deer, bat, squirrel, or monkey. A confident Seth. Seth, you've probably been in Hawaii the most recent out of anybody in this room. Do you think you know it? You just have a guess.
3: Oh, I just guess, but I
1: don't know if my guess makes sense. Again, the only land mammal native to Hawaii, Deer, Bat, Squirrel, Monkey.
3: I didn't think there was... I honestly thought there was, like, nothing native,
1: native to that island, or those islands. Is everybody ready? Marge, are you ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying, Bat! Marge saying, Bat! And she drew a great bat. Chester and Randall and Corey and Colin all saying, Bat. Logan saying, Squirrel. Brody saying, bat, the correct answer is bat. The room did very well. Wait, land a, a, mammal? A oh, bat is not land a sky mammal. mammal. It's considered a <laughs> land mammal. It was not a trick. Every land mammal in Hawaii has been introduced by humans except for the Hawaiian hordy bat. It's believed that the bat arrived in Hawaii about 10,000 years ago, migrating there from the mainland in North America. The species is considered endangered, with the greatest threats being habitat loss and decreased insect populations due to their use of pesticides.
5: Uh, I'm sorry to embarrass everyone, um, but can you raise your hand if you did not say bat? (laughs) It's just more efficient. Logan did not say (laughs) bat. Okay, I'm not not going to cut to that I,
4: I wrote down bat, and then I was like, it's not a land mammal.
1: Question two. The topic is fishing. What river has the most white sturgeon in North America? Hmm. What river has the most white sturgeon in North America? A torn room. No quick answers, but now a few folks. think they may have found it in their brain somewhere. Chester, do you have this one right? I believe so. Okay. Seth, you think you have this one right? Mm,
4: no.
2: Again, Maybe, what, but what no.
1: What river has the most white sturgeon in North America? Oh.
2: North
4: America.
1: Hm. Whole continent. Did you put a
3: South America river down? Mm-mm. Okay.
1: <laughs> what river has the most white sturgeon in North America? Randall, do you have this one right?
2: I don't have this one. Period. Oh, okay. Still thinking. Don't think I'm gonna get it right.
4: I've got two mm-hmm. in my head, and one of them's right.
1: Back to the bats that migrated to Hawaii. They said they made two different migrations ten thousand years ago, and then about nine hundred years ago, they showed up again, all on their own. Why don't you give us a little extra info on white sturgeon? Mm-hmm. Not going to help you
4: there.
3: (laughs) Chet, why don't you put the second answer you have down and then cross it out. Sure.
1: Little little treat for the YouTube audience, Chester. You can see what else you were thinking. Is everybody ready? No. What river has (laughs) the most white sturgeon in North America?
2: This is a fish, not a bird. I don't want the white to throw you off. Appreciate that. (laughs) Appreciate that. Corey, do you have this one right? I know I have it wrong. I don't know. I don't think so. This may be a zero percenter, the
1: confidence the room is giving me. Brody writing something down. Randall, do you have an answer?
2: Don't like it. Don't like it, Spencer. Don't think I'm in the right country, but... (laughs) Is everybody ready?
4: Mmm, man. How big are
2: white sturgeon?
1: Not gonna help you out at all. Are those the big ones or the little ones?
4: Wait, hold up. Can I change my answer?
1: You can, but we're running out of time. Randall's also changing. Do you have an official time?
3: We like don't have. Get...
1: We don't have an official time. Sometimes I'll I'll re-listen to an episode and be like, I, we we had too much time there. Yeah, this is gonna be one of those. This I think. might this might be one of those questions. <laughs> Is everybody right, ready? Go ahead. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Columbia, Marge saying Mississippi. Damn, I
4: erased Columbia. Chester
1: saying Columbia. What did you cross out there, Christina. Chester? I, Randall saying Columbia, Corey saying Columbia, Colin saying Missouri, Logan saying Mississippi, Brody saying Mississippi. We have a correct answer in the room. It's the Columbia River. Damn it! Mm. I have raised Columbia did pretty well. It's estimated that the Lower Columbia River alone has about one hundred ten thousand white sturgeon. That's more than double the population of second on the list, which would be the Fraser River, with a population 50, of 50,000. Although some legends say the fish can reach 2,000 pounds, the world record is just over 1,100 pounds. It was caught by former NHL goalie Kevin Estrada in 2012 on the Fraser River.
5: Where's the Fraser?
0: Can't.
1: BC. There you
4: go. I think. That's what I was trying to think of for my second one. But I think the Skeena might be up there,
1: too. You made the right choice. Yeah, they've caught bigger ones the that one.
4: That one just got certified. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I think even in the IGFA record books, the the world record's like 400 pounds. Mm -hmm. But it was obviously one that was kept uh, a long time ago. Question three. The topic is biology. Encyclopedia Britannica defines this as, quote, very small people who live in Africa or a type of plant or animal that is smaller than usual size. Encyclopedia Britannica has two definitions for this word, defines it as very small people who live in Africa, or a type of plant or animal that is smaller than the usual size. Confident, Seth and Randall. Randall, you have this one right.
2: Yes, I'm thinking of... One such animal right now. That okay. I saw at a zoo in the past year or two. Wow, that's a hint. Really, really enjoyed it. Brody, do you have this one
1: right? I, spelling I'm spelling does not matter.
4: I'm leaning towards the confident side. Yeah.
1: Encyclopedia Britannica defines this as very small people who live in Africa, or a type of plant or animal that is smaller than the usual size. A Floyd. I don't get that one. A Chester Floyd. Okay, that's good. Small people, you know. Is everybody ready? No. Logan confidence over here. He's uh throwing his hair around. You got this one, right?
4: Uh yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think okay. I've seen a documentary.
1: Oh, okay. More hints for the room, but it hasn't helped that's Colin or Corey
4: that's no different than saying that dictionary says this.
1: The time I'm giving you all the hints you need. Colin and Corey, I think we're waiting on you boys. I feel
2: like I have about two more minutes after the last question. <laughs> so hold on.
1: <laughs> the room did pretty well there. What what was the hang-up, Brody, on the last question? Was it um, not knowing what the white sturgeon was? Well, there's was? so many damn different kinds of sturgeon.
4: I wasn't sure if those were the great big ones on sure. the West Coast or not.
1: All right. Is everybody ready? Marge?
5: Yeah, I just don't know.
1: <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have right. Seth and Marge and Chester and Randall saying Pygmy. Corey saying Dorf. Colin saying Micro. Logan saying Pygmy. You... Brody saying Dorf. Dwarf. Cor- like dwarf. dwarf, Dwarf. Dwarf. <laughs> the, correct <Steven> answer. Dorf. <laughs> the correct answer is Pygmy. And
5: how do you spell it?
1: P-Y-G-M-Y. Oh,
3: Marge, you got it. it. I did not spell it like that. Animals
1: with a pygmy variety include cormorants, rabbits, elephants, hippos, lemurs, raccoons, owls, and more. The average height of an adult man from the African pygmies is 4 feet 11 inches. It's estimated that there are about 500,000 pygmy people who live in the Congo. Question four. The topic is cooking. Randall, what was the pygmy animal that you saw that delighted you?
2: Um, Had to be a hippo, right? It it was. It was a pygmy hippopotamus at the uh, San Francisco Zoo. Mm -hmm. Very satisfying. Looked like you could take it home. Also known as a dwarf dwarf hippo. It was so funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Question four. The topic is cooking. This next great question comes to us via Avery Hartvigson. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at eater.com. It's believed that the Space Needle Restaurant created this type of meal in 1962 when they combined beef with crab. Again, the topic is cooking. It's believed that the Space Needle Restaurant created this type of meal in 1962 when they combined beef with crab. Man,
4: I don't... First time it ever happened was in 1962. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give, giving out hints. We have a pretty confident
1: room. Spencer, did you go up the Space Needle when you were in Seattle recently? I did not. No. Walked by it is enough for me. I went up to the top of the, what is it, the Empire State Building in Chicago. Um, that's that's, New, York that's City. New York City. Oh, I'm the sorry. What's Sears Tower. The or the John Hancock building, which has been renamed. Willis Tower? Now? The Willis Tower. Yeah, I hate it. Sears Tower was very disappointing. Hmm. Uh, it was foggy that day, and I was like, I don't think I need to do that thing ever again. So I did not go to the top of the space. Anymore. What were you doing in Seattle? Went to Taylor Swift. Oh. T. Swizzle. Mm-hmm. You guys had good seats for that, too. It was very fun, Chester. It you know what? Was I was going to
4: tell you something about her. What do you got? She's tangled up with a, with a animal rights and PETA. Mm. You shouldn't go see her concerts anymore.
1: <laughs> you know what? I think if we followed those rules every time, we wouldn't have phones, wouldn't have computers, wouldn't that, be able to drive our Did I ever pick-ups show you the picture like. that I have with Taylor Swift? I haven't seen the picture, but I've heard you met her. A couple of Pennsylvania folks. I'll have to show you Cutting sometime. it up. Does everybody have an answer? Maggie, are you ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying surf and turf. Marge saying surf and turf. Chester saying escargot. Randall saying surf and turf. The rest of the room said surf and turf. They got it right. The correct answer was surf and turf.
0: I had
4: escargot on a
1: steak, not too long ago. (laughs) For our Australian listeners, it is reef and beef. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. It's believed that the first surf and turf pairing was a filet mignon and Alaskan king crab legs. The combo caught caught on in Australia not long after, which they referred to as reef and beef. Some restaurant experiments with this term have led to things like the surf and turf burger, which is a beef burger that's topped with shrimp, lobster, or
2: crab. But they don't call it a reef and beef at Outback Steakhouse, do they? Well that's an American. That that's, that's an Australian restaurant. Sure. <laughs>
4: is
1: it
2: though? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> as much as Texas Roadhouse is a Texas. Restaurant.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back in my guiding days, we used to go to the Outback when they had those two for one drink specials. what would you get to uh, eat?
2: Margaritas?
4: Cranberry vodka. Oh, one
2: like time it. I had I had a two for one drink special at an Outback and they asked me if I wanted another one. And they brought out both of them while I was still on my second beer. Mm-hmm. I just thought this must Australia seems very nice. <laughs> they got it figured out. <laughs> Question 5, the topic is public
1: lands. This national park in Virginia is the closest national park to Washington DC. Again, the topic is public lands. This national park in Virginia is the closest national park to Washington DC.
3: Oh boy, spelling.
1: <laughs> Shit. Spelling <laughs> does not matter. A confident <laughs> Randall and Brody. Seth has an answer. I've been confident on a couple today. I not mm. any good. Chester, are you going to get this one right? No.
2: Oh, my God. I feel like an idiot.
1: Randall, have you been to this place?
2: Well, if I, if it's what I'm thinking of... Okay. I probably have been there in the deep, dark recesses of my Mm. past that I don't remember as a young child. This national
1: park in Virginia is the closest national park to Washington, D.C. Corey, without an answer. Corey, do you know any national parks in that side of the continent? No. I spend way more time in these national parks on this end of the Uh continent. (laughs) Does everybody who's going to come up with an answer have an answer? Colin Logan, we count you out. Marge, are you ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Shenandoah. Marge saying Theodore Roosevelt. Chester saying Virginia Beach. Randall saying Shenandoah. Corey and Colin and Logan without an answer. Brody saying Shenandoah. He got it. The correct answer is Shenandoah National Park. Shenandoah National Park is located about 70 miles straight west of the White House. Teddy Roosevelt supported making this area a national park in 1901, but it wasn't formally established as one until 1935. The park is best known for the Skyline Drive, which is a 105-mile road that follows the Blue Ridge Mountains for the entire length of the park. Phil, we're halfway through the
5: game of trivia. Give us a scoreboard update sure thing we've got logan and colin with two points apiece maggie Corey, chester and brody all have three points and tied up in first place both with a perfect game are randall and seth wow oh very fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> randall didn't want to sit by a
0: seth game game.
2: when we came in the room i'm glad that that was a that was a good choice
0: that was a mm-hmm. good choice Hey man, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if you've learned anything, it's that there is always a catch. So when I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, well, what's the catch? But it turns out there isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To so get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, Go to mintmobile.com slash meat eater. That's mintmobile.com slash meat eater. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash meat eater.
5: $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three month plan only. Speeds lower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
0: Sport Dog is the most recognized brand in the hunting dog training industry. Born in 2003 in Knoxville, Tennessee, Sport Dog was forged by a passionate group of hunters and dog trainers. Who intimately understood the challenges of the field and the special connection between hunters and their dogs? The Sport Dog promise to consumers is simple gear the way you'd design it. Every product Sport Dog builds is meticulously designed and rigorously tested in the field, ensuring it withstands the toughest conditions you and your dog may encounter. Now, I've got two good buddies with what I would call really, really good waterfowl dogs and here's one of those buddies max not the dog but the buddy i've used that sport dog collar now in multiple different states
3: u.s and canada different temperatures all the way to negative 20 degrees and
4: it just doesn't stop working i'm a fan for life
0: get 20 percent off your first purchase using code meat eater so go to www.sportdog.com slash meat eater to learn more man i'm just coming back uh, not too long ago from youth turkey season in wisconsin now last year at youth turkey season it rained and snowed the whole time this year at youth turkey season it was in the 70s and even up to 80 so me and my kids are pouring it to it and I, after a while i realized i didn't drink anything all day and they haven't drank anything all day well that's why it's important to get hydrated and have something you're gonna like to help you encourage you to get hydrated. Doesn't matter. Outdoor events, turkey hunting, playing sports, beach days, mountain adventures, summer requires extraordinary hydration that's built for everyday dehydrating moments. With 3 times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus 8 vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Tear, pour, live more. The topic is
1: conservation. This medication, which Donald Trump said cured his COVID-19, can also be used to kill ticks that live on moose. This medication, which Donald Trump said cured his COVID-19, can also be used to kill ticks that live on moose. Randall seems to think he has this one right, going to keep the perfect game going. Rest the room, not quite as confident. Seth, do you have this one right? i uh, maybe. This medication, which Donald Trump said cured his COVID nineteen, can also be used to kill ticks that live on moose. Did anyone else say that it cured their COVID nineteen? We could talk about it after, okay. if you would like. Brody, do you have this one right?
4: <laughs> um, pretty sure I do. I've heard I've heard it talked about on multiple different platforms but I cannot
2: think of remember the name we have Randall who's getting
1: nervous a...
5: <laughs>
2: yeah I've got two in mind now okay did he specifically attributed this to one particular he said the word cure mm. he did not use the word moose no <laughs> I'm gonna
4: I mean
1: hmm is everybody ready Randall, I just changed my answer. I might regret it, but is everybody ready? Oof. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying ivermectin, mm. Marge saying chloroform, <laughs> Chester saying permethrin, Randall is saying what does that say? Randall It's hydroxychloroquine. Cordy saying bleach. Colin without don't an answer. I feel good if you
2: can't pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't feel good, Spencer. Logan <laughs> saying hydroxychloroquine. Brody saying ivermectin, the correct answer is ivermectin. Damn. Seth keeps Woo. the perfect game going. Woo. Ticks are the top cause of death for moose that are less than a year old in New England. Some estimates say that between 70 and 90% of the region's moose calves are killed by ticks each year. Biologists have considered using ivermectin to treat herds, but say it's almost impossible to get moose to eat the right dose on a frequent enough basis to have any kind of an impact. Randall, did you have ivermectin?
2: I had it, then I erased it, and I wrote hydroxychloroquine. And then I wrote ivermectin at the bottom and crossed it out to suggest that I had, in fact, been... Uh-huh. Randall, did you take ivermectin? You were right there. I did not. <laughs> I right did there. not. But I need something because now I feel absolutely sick to my stomach. <laughs>
1: you asked, Seth, if other folks have used it. I saw it's been it's been used quite a bit, but I don't think, whether it's the FDC or the CDC, they haven't approved it for... Uh, like widespread use yet. So I don't know how yeah. popular it is anymore. Question seven. The topic is navigation. This next great question comes to us via Steven Rinella. If you have a question you think is right for meat eater trivia, you can send it to trivia at the meat eater.com. The official prime meridian, which separates the hemispheres and establishes time zones is located in this country. The official prime meridian, which separates the hemispheres and establishes time zones, is located in this country. Randall and Chester each have answers. Chester, do you have this one right? Probably not. Randall, how about you? Yes. And you know it or you're guessing? Well, I think this question
2: is worded... I
1: have some questions about the question. (laughs) And you'll have to take it up with Steve, uh, because he wanted to be involved in the wording of the question, and this is what he agreed on. Hmm. This, the official prime meridian, which separates the hemispheres and establishes time zones, is located in this country. Brody, do you have this one right?
4: I haven't even written anything down yet.
1: Either is Seth. Who has the perfect game going through six questions. Well,
3: I'm screwed now, Spencer.
1: (laughs) Well, you could still just write down a country. Keep you in the game.
2: I still feel physically (laughs) (laughs) upset. Uh. Topic
1: was navigation. Is everybody ready? No. Perfect Wild game guess. on the line for Seth. Marge, you ready?
4: Yep. Just think of big ones,
1: you know? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Patagonia. Marge saying Panama. Chester saying Russia. Randall saying England. Corey saying Indonesia. Colin saying Australia. Logan saying Ecuador. Brody saying Greenland. We have a correct answer in the room. It's England. Oh. Randall got it right. Son of a- Steve texted me that this would be a great trivia question, to which I responded, I don't think anyone is going to get it right, and I think you and Brody would complain about its connection to Meat Eater. And then Steve said, It's latitude and longitude. It's the basis of geography and navigation and GPS... I would have gotten it. I guarantee <laughs> Randall and Brody would get it. I then told Steve that I think it would be a zero percent. I was going to say Ireland, but like the whole dividing hemispheres
2: thing is what threw me. Well, it's a specific point. It's a it's a town, isn't it? The way that's worded, Greenwich, 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 Greenwich. 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 The way that's
4: worded makes oh, it sound Greenwich. like meantime. half of England is in the Western Hemisphere and half of England is in. Like,
1: well, it probably is then.
4: <laughs> yeah. That's right. Okay. I would, yeah. Again, you can take it up with
1: Steve. I I didn't love this question. My my
2: my other
5: other (laughs) nation
2: versus country. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) That was the... Forgot about East and West. That was another question I had about the question, but... I'd like to move on. I feel pretty good about this.
5: <laughs> i eight does.
2: Thanks, everybody. <laughs> question
1: eight. The topic is foraging. This is a visual question where Phil is going to show the room a picture. If you want to see what the room is seeing, then go watch this episode on Meat Eater's YouTube channel. Here's your prompt. You won't find this fruit in grocery stores because of its incredibly short shelf life. This is a visual question. The topic is foraging. You won't find this fruit in grocery stores because of its incredibly short shelf life. A very confident room. Almost everyone except for Colin.
4: Oh, I'm not confident.
1: Brody, not confident.
4: Having a rough one.
1: Seth, you have this one
3: right. Oh, I think so. I think... Mm, I won't say okay, that. Okay,
1: okay. <laughs> Corey, do you have this one right? No. Does that look familiar at all? Unfortunately not. Here's how specific you need to be for your answer. If you thought the answer was Tundra Swan, you can just <laughs> say Swan. Hmm. What? Now
4: He's I'm... setting himself up for an argument now. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I just Big don't...
2: And then, uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure how I'd have variations on my answer, although it happens to be a wild-ass guess, so it doesn't really... Again, you can see this photo
1: on Meat Eater's YouTube channel. The prompt is: You won't find this fruit in grocery stores because of its incredibly short shelf life. Is everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying mulberry, oh, Marge mulberry. saying huckleberry berry, Chester <laughs> saying elderberry, Randall saying choke cherry, Corey saying salmonberry, Colin saying berry. Logan saying mulberry, Brody saying elderberry. I want to change my answer to berry. We have a yeah. correct <laughs> answer in the room. <laughs> it's a mulberry. Few folks got it right. Now, this getting specific, there are white mulberries, there are red mulberries. um, I think there are even black mulberries. Mulberries are native to North America and Asia. Their flavor is described as a cross between a blueberry, blackberry, and raspberry. Because they're difficult to harvest and can only be refrigerated for a few days, they rarely show up in grocery stores. If you want to learn how to cook with them, then go to TheMeatEater.com and check out Jenny Wheatley's recipe for mulberry jam. Are those the ones does the carp like to eat when they fall in the yeah. water?
5: I think so. I think so anything we, likes to eat them.
1: We used to have one of these in our backyard, and, and they this, make a
5: mess.
3: Yeah, so we had a white carpet in our house mm. at the time, and my <laughs> mom would get so pissed
1: because uh-uh. I would walk through yeah. the mulberries on the ground and then walk on that white carpet, and it would stain it. A lot of cities have outlawed the planting of mulberries for a lot of reasons. They create a lot of pollen, and they stain everything up. People don't yep. want them overhanging sidewalks. They also attract a lot of things like, uh, you know, if carp like them, birds like them, raccoons like them. That is the mulberry. Mm. Phil, yeah. we have two questions
5: left. Where does the leaderboard stand? Colin, Maggie, Logan, Corey, Chester, and Brody have all been eliminated. Mm. Mm. But we've got Randall with six points and Seth with seven. Wow. Mm. This is fun. Coming for you, Randall.
1: Question nine. (laughs) The topic is fishing. This next great question comes to us via Caleb McClain. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at eater.com. What is the only great lake that you can't fish with a Canadian license? Topic is fishing, what is the only great lake that you can't fish with a Canadian license? Confident, Seth. I wish I had me a map. That would help. Now that some of you folks who didn't get the last question right, heard the answer of mulberry, did did you then know it? Like, oh, I know what a mulberry is. Mm -hmm. No. Not you, Corey? No. Doesn't seem like something we have in Montana. The native uh, red mulberry, it ends at about, like, southeastern South Dakota, but then it goes all the way to the Atlantic Ocean, so if there are mulberry trees around here, someone
2: brought them here. I know people like to fish mulberry flies for carp. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm.
5: Okay.
2: I like
1: that. I
5: know that um, all around... Some mulberry bushes, monkeys mm. will chase a weasel. Uh huh. Oh. I almost wrote this question is like <laughs> oh, referenced
1: been... in Pop Goes the Weasel. This fruit or something like that. But that would have been fabulous. Picture would've I would have gotten, gotten it. No question. You would have known it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Big on nursery runs. <laughs> Again, what is the only great lake that you can't fish with a Canadian license? Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Michigan, Marge saying Huron, Chester saying Erie, Randall saying Michigan, Corey saying Erie, Colin saying Huron, Logan saying Superior, Brody saying Michigan. The correct answer is Lake Michigan. A few folks got it right. Lake Michigan is the only great lake that's not an international waterway. Superior, Huron, Ontario, and Erie are all shared between the United States and Canada, though. The bed of Lake Michigan is owned by the four states of Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, and Michigan. Phil, we have one question left. Tell us how Randall
5: and
2: Seth are doing.
5: Uh, They're still separated by one point because they both got the uh, Lake Michigan answer. We got Seth with eight and Randall with seven.
2: I thought of an interesting fact relating Mm. to the question a few ago about... Uh, the prime meridian. That's Greenwich Mean Time. That's so when you look at time zones and G mm-hmm. everything is plus or minus GMT. That's that's why more people should know, should have known that answer. When I was talking to Steve, he
1: said Randall will know what the Greenwich um, Mean Time is. That's fantastic. Did Thanks. you guys yes, talk Steve about wrote this. a question I don't, that Randall would? Wow, well, I, 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 I thought you guys yeah. were in a meeting at some point. No, and, I, okay. I can't think
2: of the last. I, I mean, obviously the name didn't it didn't come to mind until now, but. I just have been turning over Greenwich in my head. Question 10. Steve should be thinking of questions that everyone else will get right. I agree.
1: I agree. Question (laughs) 10. The topic is hunting. What bow brand has models like the Carbon Matrix, Carbon Spider, and Carbon Defiant? A confident Seth and Randall, which would mean this game is going to end with Seth as the winner we'll see what they have when we flip over the boards. And the question not is, confident. what bow brand has models like the Carbon Matrix, Carbon Spider, and Carbon Defiant? A very confident room all around. Is everybody ready? I wrote on brand. Go ahead and <laughs> reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Hoyt, Marge without an answer. Chester saying Hoyt, Randall saying Hoyt. Corey and Colin and Logan and Brody all saying Hoyt. They got it. The correct answer is Hoyt. Hoyt Archery was started by Earl Hoyt Sr. in 1931. Since archery returned to the Olympics in 1972, Hoyt has won the most medals in the hunting community. Hoyt is known for their flagship carbon bows, which they've been building for about 15 years. Seth is our winner with nine correct answers. Yeah. Well done, Seth. That's my best trivia ever. Just imagine if I didn't have that hard-ass Steve question in there; it could have been a perfect game. I know. Thanks, for Steve. Seth,
3: that was a dumb question.
1: Seth, as the winner, you get to choose where the five hundred dollar donation from Meat Eater goes. What's it going to be? Uh, I'm going to do turkeys for tomorrow. Oh, okay. I don't know that we've given to them before. We've I think given we to have. Other... Okay. I know we've done NWTF. I don't know that we've done anyway, turkeys yeah, for yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. What do you like about them?
3: I just love turkeys. And mm-hmm. they're just another conservation org that's de- dedicated to the wild turkey that's doing good work. So. And they have a
1: fun logo. It's got all them dang turkeys on. I think there's is there even a chick in the logo. I don't remember. Mm, there might be yeah well done seth five hundred dollars going their way almost the perfect game waiting for another one to happen join us next time for more meat eater trivia the only game show where conservation always wins
0: This show is sponsored in part by BetterHelp. It is a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that they need, and that meets them where they are and helps them get through challenges. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible. It's simple to use. You can connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's better h e l p.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. Yes, yeah, Steve, they're very comfortable, they're very fashionable, and I enjoy wearing mine around the office and anywhere I go. Stop by your local Tecova's store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot And find your new favorite pair of boots today.